Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Michaela Peterson talks about being attractive. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. But first, okay, so th this kind of has to do with what you just said. Um, <clears throat> this is from your article as well. <clears throat> because of the increased risk women carry, they tend to be choosier about their partners. In contrast, Indeed. men are less discerning. Sperm is cheap, eggs are expensive. Studies of online dating, for example, find that most men find most women to be at least somewhat attractive. In contrast, women on average view 80% of men as below average in attractiveness. Below average. So both men and women view each other on bell curves of attractiveness. Men view women on the normal distribution, but they take all women into consideration and they rate them about right. Women see 80% of men as invisible and they bell curve the top 20%. That's the difference. Another study found that on the dating app Tinder, men liked more than 60% of the female profiles they go. viewed, while women liked only 4.5% of male profiles. So this might be a problem. 4.5%. By the way, that explains exactly... That explains exactly why women are only choosing Chad. That exact statistic there that you heard. Women are only swiping right on 4.5% of men. And that's why Chad gets all the attention. That's why. It's right there. That's way more prevalent for men. I didn't realize that 80% of men is below average. Indeed. That's quite yeah. off. It is. I mean, right, because, you know, you would think like 50%, right? It's sort of like 50% above and 50% nope. below, but to have 80%. That's what men do. Men rate about half above and about half below. Women don't. Rated below is pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty grim. Um, Indeed. But this, this sort of reflects our uh, innate evolutionary psychology. Right. Before... People realized this, that it was extremely destructive. And because they realized it, they put into place marriage. Enforced monogamy. No, girl X, you can't choose only the absolute best man in the village. Sorry. You have to choose the guy who's right beside him, who's a little bit worse. Sorry, girls, you can't all choose the top warrior. Because it's destructive. That tribal idea of all the girls sleeping with only the top five hunters in the village and everybody else gets nothing, that idea doesn't build stable societies. It builds tribal societies where you live in a hut. Shilling time. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Shoutouts to them. Just click more under the video. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Hit all for notifications. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Shilling is done. Let's continue. 
you know, so a lot of evolutionary researchers uh, essentially find that you know because men carry less risk for uh, well during sex, right? They're they're less likely, even if they Indeed. have sex with someone, uh, they're less likely to contract uh, an STD True. than women are. Mm. I didn't know and, that. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, I mean, because men's like organs are on the outside, whereas women's are on the inside, and that sort of affects, you know. Surface area. But there's more. The most likely thing to happen when men and women have intercourse is what? Everybody knows. It's pregnancy. And so women, of course, carry the pregnancy. So, of course, it's more risky for women than for men. That's logical. Uh, likelihood of contracting, but then also, of course, pregnancy itself um, is extremely burdensome. And, and you can imagine, you know, it's, it's already burdensome in the modern era, but you can imagine um, when you could you know, die 50 or 100,000 years ago in the ancestral environment where humans evolved, you know, like getting pregnant for a woman was uh, it, it was a life or death Truly uh, experience in many, many cases. So um, as a result of this, women have evolved to be uh, much more selective about who they have sex with. Um, right. you know, they want a guy who sort of has, you know, good, good genetic quality, but also a guy who sort of uh, could, could take care of them and provide. Right. And when he says genetic quality, Rob, Rob Henderson, this is Rob Henderson and Michaela Peterson interview. What they mean is big, tall, strong, with the intelligence to be able to navigate difficult situations obviously for them and all those things whereas for men the risk was so minuscule and the potential gain of having a kid was so high in evolutionary terms right in mm -hmm. terms of you know, having more kids and so um for this reason uh, i i once had this this line i i said this uh, on our mutual friend chris williamson's podcast um uh yeah a couple of years ago now which is basically that for men the default when they evaluate women the default is i would probably sleep with her Indeed. Unless there's some extraordinary reason why I shouldn't. Yeah, which is why the rule for relationships is no male friends, guys. Repeat it after me. No male friends. Your girlfriend is not to have any male friends. And by that I mean she doesn't have the numbers of a co male co-workers on a phone. She doesn't have male best friends. She doesn't hang out with other men. None of that. And the reason is because of that exact thing. Most men's reasoning is exactly, if there's no special reason why I shouldn't, I would sleep with her. Which means no relationship between a man and a woman that's supposedly a quote-unquote friendship is a true friendship. The guy would 100% sleep with her if he could. Which means inherently... It's not a real friendship. It's the guy trying to get into a pants by whatever strategy he can. And she's, you know, sometimes holding him back, sometimes not. And for women, the default is, I definitely wouldn't sleep with him unless there's some extraordinary reason why I should. Indeed. So we sort of start from different positions. It's it's not exactly accurate, but I think it gets at this intuition that guys are just less picky, at least when it comes to sex, with relationships. So, unless there's an extraordinary reason why I should, and the Tinder statistics tell you exactly everything that you need to know. The extraordinary reason is he is a top 5% man. That's the extraordinary reason. And these dating apps have facilitated this hypergamy, because that's what it's called, hypergamy, right? Women wanting a man who's superior to them in every way, 
Taller, stronger, faster, fitter, more friends, better friends, more charismatic, everything. And because of that, that extraordinary reason is met. The man is genetically superior, so she must choose him right now. Who knows when she'll get another opportunity? Relationships, it's a little different, but for women, um, much more selective, um, again, because of, because of that risk of pregnancy and so on that they, they tend to carry. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good line. Uh, okay. So you were talking about dating profiles. Do you have like, you've done a lot of research in this area about what to do. So do you know where men go wrong with dating profiles and what they should do? Yes, I know where men go wrong. They're not top 5%. That's where they go wrong. You're not tall enough. You're not strong enough. You're not fit enough. You're not fast enough. You don't have enough friends. You don't have good enough friends. You don't make enough money. You don't wear nice enough clothes. Mostly, it has to do with your looks. You're not competitive with the top 5% of men. Therefore, your profile is wrong. Most men get zero. They don't get a little bit. They don't get a girl here or there every few weeks. No. Most men get zero. Top 5% men get, you know, girls here and there, you know, every two weeks or every three weeks, whatever, they get one. And 0.1, top 0.1% men, you know, 99.9th percentile, those guys get a girl every three days, every two days, every day, whatever. Depends on, on the guy. It's like that. Is it like photos? They all, they're all, they all have fish or something? <laughs> There's a yeah, lot of fish on Tinder. It's really funny that she would say this because she's just admitting the only guy that she sees. All the attractive men have fish. But what is the implication? Those guys are outdoorsy. You know, they're physically fit. Those are the only guys she sees and they happen to have fish. I know it's uh, okay. So, so a couple of thoughts. So, so you'd mentioned before the, the, the study that I had cited about how, um, so men tend to swipe, right. They tend to like the profiles of more than 60% of the women that they encounter. Whereas, um, women only swipe right on uh, 4.5%, right? So very, you know, as a guy, you know, it's very, very slim, slim odds. So where they go wrong, the fish picture is interesting. Uh, I talked to uh, one of the the former uh, product guys at Tinder, and he told me that actually fish fish pictures tend tend to do actually do pretty well. Uh, surprisingly well. And he thought it was, we both thought it was funny because we're, you know, we're both aware that there's this sort of trope that people make fun of it. Like, Oh, the guy with the fish, but apparently, yeah, well, you know, and I make fun of it too, but I mean, apparently if you have a fish, uh, picture, it does slightly increase the chances for a guy, you know, I don't know about how much, but it's, it's better than average. Now, why is that? Because we're not so different from our evolutionary ancestors, Right. So having a fish is like, oh, look, I'm a good hunter, you know, like, is the implication. But I don't think it's actually about the fish. I think men that are more likely to have fish pictures 
are also more likely to be more outdoorsy, they're less likely to stay inside all the time and be sedentary, which means they're more likely to be physically fit, which means on an app like Tinder, which selects based on physical fitness, they're more likely to be in the physically fit category. So I don't actually think it's about the fish at all. I think it's about the looks that come with an outdoorsy type person, a person that exercises more than average. And obviously, only men that are above average get selected on Tinder. Um, other things that guys can do, uh, so, so this is really interesting is, is having a dog. This is something that I think we all know. Um, but it's actually a a huge benefit, uh, to have a dog, uh, in your, in your dating app picture. Uh, some, I think something like, um, you're twice as likely, or might've been like 60% as likely to, to be liked. If you have a dog picture, if you have a cat picture, um, you're actually less likely to be liked by a woman. If, if you're a straight guy, so if you're a straight guy looking for a female partner, having a cat is detrimental. So don't have a cat. Uh, apparently for gay men, it's a little different. I think gay men actually, there's a, they have a slight um, uh, preference, I think, for guys who have cats. Again, this stuff is, is BS, right? It's not have a dog in your profile and you're more likely. If you're a fat guy and you have a dog, it's, you know. But if you're a Chad competing with other chads, having a dog is a benefit. Because what does it show? It shows that you're able to consistently over the long term take care of something, which is like, oh, he's highly physically attractive and he's capable of taking care of something. Well, that must mean he's my ideal mate because that's what women want. They want chad to commit to them. And if you have a dog, it's a big commitment. That's why they find the dog picture attractive. Because women want their cake and to eat it too. They want to have the best genes and also have provisioning at the same time. That's women's dualistic mating strategy. But usually, the men that have good genes are not also good providers. It's usually counter-correlated or anti-correlated. So the dog is like, oh, there's a chance that he might actually be both an alpha and a beta at the same time, which is what I want. I want fried ice. That's why. Um, but if you're a straight <laughs> guy, uh, yeah, don't uh, don't put a cat. Get, get the dog. Um, one other thing uh, that guys could do, and this is a little bit more uh, involved and burdensome than just you know go, going out and, and and asking your friend to to borrow his dog for a picture, is um, uh, continue your education. Uh, so there's research showing that uh, basically what these these guys did, uh, these these scholars did, what they they took um, a picture of the same guy, same profile, and the only thing that changed was whether he had a bachelor's degree or a master's degree. And the guy with a master's degree got twice as many likes as the guy with the uh, bachelor's degree. There's a reason for that, and that's called hypergamy. Many women in 2023 they have university degrees, useless ones. And so you as a man having a university degree, it does nothing. Because when a girl sees you having a university degree, and she has a university degree, she sees you as her equal. And if she sees you as her equal, she sees herself as superior to you. So only when you are superior to her does she like. And that's why the university degree is a predictor of her swiping more. There's more. Men with a master's degree are more likely to be beta bucks. And 
notice how the guy didn't say young women aged 18 to 23, which is what men find the most attractive. Notice he didn't say women aged 18 to 23 are twice as likely to swipe on a guy with a master's degree. Well, obviously, all women that are 35 plus, well, not all, but you get what I'm saying, women that are post-war in general, they stop looking for Chad and instead now they want a provider. And so, of course, those women are more likely to swipe on a man that is with a master's degree. That could account for the difference as well. Girls looking for an easy mark that are post-wall. Um, and so, yeah, if you're uh, on the dating apps and you are, you know, sort of serious about finding someone, then then maybe uh, getting a master's degree would be would be wise. I think a lot of people are going to listen to this and say, oh, "I'll just put master's degree on there," but you know, you should really you should really get the master's degree. Uh, and it helps for women too, surprisingly. I think a lot of people are uncertain about the benefits of education for women's romantic prospects, but actually, um, women who get master's degrees, they did the same study in the same uh, set of researchers and found that women with a master's degree get around, I think, 10% more likes than women with a bachelor's degree. So it's a slight advantage. I don't know if it's it's enough, uh, if, if you know it uh, justifies you know getting the master's degree for the 10%. Again... Guys, I don't know if you know this, but again, a girl getting a match, more matches on a dating app is dumb. Like, you don't need to increase the amount of matches you have. Girls get matches every single day, no matter how attractive or unattractive they are. Quantity for girls doesn't really matter. But the problem with getting a master's degree as a girl is this. Women are hypergamous. So once a girl gets a master's degree... No man with a bachelor's degree is going to do. No, no, that's below her. Men who have a master's degree now are her equal. And if he's her equal, well, then she's superior to him. So now, only a superior degree will do. So, he has to have a PhD, or he has to be a doctor or a lawyer now, or, do you see what I'm saying? She prices herself out of the market by doing that. And by the way, getting a master's degree for a girl is two more years of education. So she's two years older. So normally, when, when do women graduate university? 22. Now she's 24. She's almost used, well, she's used all of her absolute top fertility years. She's, they're already gone at 24. She's in the decline at this point, but still attractive from 24 to, let's say, 28, 30, 32. Depends on the girl. So she's wasted time getting something that helps to price her out of the market. It's double bad. So no, women, don't get a master's degree. That would be my recommendation. 10% more likes. Um, but it is a slight, uh, a slight advantage for them. And, and then, yeah, just generally, I, I've, I've seen other... Um, this isn't research, but this is just like opinions I've seen from women... Uh, that you know, sort of the bathroom selfie is is terrible. Get like good pictures, and that has to do with competition. It doesn't actually matter if you're a top four percent, four point five percent guy. You can have a bathroom selfie; you'll st- you'll still get swiped. But the average man has even less of a chance with low quality pictures. At this point, a Tinder is a competition, right? Obviously, having better pictures puts you ahead in competition when the competition is about looks logically those kinds of things i've i found so so there's some conflicting research here on 
on um, social proof, uh, which which David Buss has has uh, researched and other things. So social proof is basically um, a lot of research finds that if a guy is in a picture with with women, uh, women who are observing the picture rate him as more attractive than when he's alone or with uh, surrounded by guys. Um, and the idea here is that like, oh, well, if these women, especially if these are attractive women are willing to, you know, be around this guy and tolerate this guy, then, you know, there's probably something interesting about him or something appealing about him. So they'll rate him as more attractive. Um, but then when it comes to dating, uh, uh, apps, guys who, uh, post pictures of themselves on their apps surrounded by women, uh, they tend to get fewer likes than when they're alone or they're when they're with guy friends. Not true. Although again, what I've what I've heard, um, oh, okay, let's go back. What I've heard is, you as a man cannot take pictures with multiple men. Maybe you could have one other friend; that would be fine. But if you have yourself in a group of men, won't work. She won't swipe. Also, uh. If you have lots of girls in the picture, she might take it as an excuse of, this guy's a womanizer, I'm not interested, I'm going to swipe left. Keep that in mind. Some girls, when girls are swiping on dating apps, what they're looking for is a reason to swipe left on you. And if they find a reason to swipe left, they will. This is like, oh, he thinks I'm cheap, I'm going to be another girl. Just one of his other girls. And they'll swipe left. Even though if they were to go to a club or a public place and see five girls fawning over a guy, they would 100% be interested or want to know why. And that interest is all you need to get your foot in the door. Keep that in mind. I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. I think one reason for this might be that, like, you know, women women may not necessarily be super interested. Like, I think the, the picture may convey that like this guy is unserious or that he just wants to like, have, you know, uh, short-term relationships, one night stands. He just wants to have flings. And that's why he has these pictures of all these women. He's just, you know, I, I think it gives maybe mm -hmm. the wrong, the wrong vibe, but this is, you know, I, I don't actually know. It's just speculation. Like, wh why do you think this would be? Yeah. Well, probably. I mean, if I looked at that, I'd, I'd think, Especially if the women were attractive, I'd think, okay, that's potentially competition. By the way, that's solipsism. You ask the girl her opinion, and she doesn't... She takes her experience and generalizes it to the whole population, right? Women have trouble seeing things from other people's perspective. So when you ask them, what do women think of this? They will say, I would do this. But that's not... You are not all women. So you can't say that you personally could be generalized to the whole population. Keep that in mind. And if you're mm. on a dating app already, you're like, I just won't even won't even get into that. I think it's probably <laughs> that is like maybe that's competition and or if you want to think deeper about it, well, why is he showing other women on his dating profile? Right. right? There you go. But I'd say competition probably if it's attractive women. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that mismatch was, was intriguing to me. I mean, in real life, there's other research showing 
you know, what guys can do to, uh, to maximize their attractiveness or to increase, you know, their, their appeal. Nice clothes, washing, nice hairstyle, nice beard, physically fit, good body language, loud voice. Don't say um and ah a lot. That's it, basically. There was um, research, for example, showing that a guy who carries around, um, so they basically had the guy, the same guy, uh, he would approach women carrying a guitar case, you know, this case in the shape of a guitar, and he would ask women, you know, he'd sort of start a short conversation and then ask for their number. Um, and he, you know, he approached some number of women doing it with the guitar case. And then um, he did the same thing, you know, a few days later uh, with different women uh, with nothing, uh, just sort of carrying nothing, just being, you know, regular. And so when he had the guitar case, he got um, many more numbers, many more phone numbers. And I, I'd wondered, I've never seen any research on this. I don't know of any, even anecdotal stories, but, you know. Men in general that are musically gifted, some girls really like that. And it's because being good at music, music is really good at developing all aspects of your brain. Music makes a good analogy for intelligence, effectively, or creativity, which is also part of intelligence and a creative man can get you out of weird and bad and uncomfortable situations that's why you know if you're a musician uh you know have a you know have some you know carrying a guitar or some kind of instrument uh i think that might be you know that might be uh, uh advantageous probably depends on the instrument like if you're carrying around a tuba i don't know how that well that's gonna go <laughs> yeah that would probably work actually because it's different right if you're attractive it would probably work a flute or uh yes yeah. <laughs> clarinet yeah <laughs> clarinet. i mean maybe with the clarinet yeah. i don't know probably not the flute or the tuba yeah 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 it I might work know. so what would be the most attractive instruments do you think so i mean probably yeah guitar, guitar. but guitar. like how a p- piano like how would a piano look saxophone might saxophone oh right yeah there is yeah the sort of jazz and yeah okay i can see that yeah except a lot of people aren't smart enough to know the difference between a, a saxophone a trumpet uh they're in boxes you can't tell people would probably ask you if you have a guitar or something if you just went around with a music case but it would be a great prop for conversation that would probably work all right we're going to end the video there Hit the like, hit the subscribe, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Agent on, Tom M, shoutouts to them. Just click more under the video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you next time.